0: I'm going to ask everyone who listens and enjoys my podcast to bear with me. I'm studying the book of Habakkuk right now. I don't know much about the book of Habakkuk. I've not heard many messages, many uh, doctrinal expositions on the book. So this is going to take me a little bit of time. There may be uh, a wider gap in between episodes. Definitely studying my Bible. That's the thing. One of the things I love about this podcast is it really holds me accountable to studying my Bible because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't always want to read the Bible. Most times I'm just being lazy. I'm going to keep it real with you. I just want to sit back and watch some YouTube videos. But doing a podcast has kind of been an exercise in faithfulness studying the Bible. It's it's helped me a lot uh, in that regard. And so I'd say that anything you can do, well, let me not say anything. If you can find something good, beneficial, that helps you stay in your Bible and study in your Bible, uh, if you can find something that helps you stabilize and be more consistent with any biblical or spiritual habit, I would say go for it. And for me, the podcast has actually done that. Uh, I would say at this point in my life as a believer, I have never been so consistent with studying the Bible. And my Bible study is not mechanical, and I've said all that before, but anyway, so I ask you to bear with me. There's probably gonna be some a bigger space in between episodes because, as I said, I have read through the book of Habakkuk before, but not really from the standpoint of, of well, what is this book really about? what is the what is the purpose and not not to make it like the bible is some uh a great mystery that you can't read and figure out but there are things there are hidden gems buried within books and and things surrounding the book that you may not know and that's what I'm trying to weed through now but I wanted to do this episode as kind of an open thought episode i i think I think this is a great time to be a believer contrary to popular belief some people look at everything going on they look at the lockdowns, uh, the pandemic, the pandemic, as some people call it, and people think it's all bad. everything is bad, doom and gloom. What are we going to do? But what I see is I see opportunity. and this is so in a business world, not to make loose comparisons, but it kind of fits in a business world, the people who who benefit the most are people who see opportunities where other people see tragedies. This is where you get those those businessmen that fill that gap and make that huge leap, right? You look at Amazon. Uh, started out as a place to just order books. And I don't know what exactly Jeff Bezos' line of thinking was. I've never read anything or really watched one of his interviews, but I would imagine he probably saw a a gap or a hole in the supply chain, like, huh? What if I could get everything to people and do it all online, one stop shop, where people didn't have to go to these different places, right? So, where most people probably saw a, a travesty, like, yo, supply chain, how do we get this to this person, and how do we get this to this person? Man, this is a problem. He saw an opportunity. I see the day and age we live in in the same way. This is a great opportunity but I, and these are all just personal thoughts uh do not take this as some kind of ultimate biblical truth because i'm not necessarily going over going over something overtly biblical although this is biblically related right thinking what you think right the bible i think is in the book of philippians says to think on hold on i didn't plan on doing this but I don't like misquoting verses. Some of these verses I actually have have memorized. Uh, but even with these verses memorized, I don't like misquoting verses because I will think I have something memorized and then I'll look at it again and I'm like, hmm, let's see. Think on, think on these things. Okay, so Philippians 4 and verse 8 it says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are good or good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things and of course there is a greater context for this verse so I don't want you to think I'm just Pulling this verse out of thin air, taking it out of its context, go read the whole chapter, read the whole book, uh, figure out why exactly this was said. Sometimes there is a truth in verses that even though you're not necessarily going over the whole context, the verse does establish a general truth that applies in and out of the context of the verse. Right. And this concept of what is on your mind. Of thinking on on different things. And you got to ask yourself, what would be the benefit in thinking on these things? Think about it. You're thinking on things that are honest, things that are just, things that are lovely, things that are of good report, things of of virtue, things that have praise, right? These are things that are going to be right by God right? These are your mind is going to be consumed and filled with things and thought processes that are pleasing to God. Well, the benefit of that is you can, you can more, you can more easily and more spiritually navigate your way through life. And I don't want to be overly now. And I've, I've made this comment several times. Forgive me. Some of you are probably gonna roll your eyes when I say this, but I say it because I don't want to mix my words. I'm not trying to be super religious in the in, this, in the sense of how the world defines religion, not how the Bible defines religion. Those are two different things, right? So I, I try not to use terms that have been overly used in the world and can be easily misunderstood. And that's why I always add those caveats, because if I get a new listener that comes in and hears what I'm saying, I don't want them to get the sense that I mean the same exact thing as everyone else they've heard make this statement because a lot of times I don't. And it's unfortunate that you have to give those caveats in this day, but you really do if you want people to understand what you're trying to get across. Okay, so I was thinking, what is so good about this time? Well, here's what's good about this time. There is so many opportunities to serve God at a greater capacity, and not just for preachers, and deacons, and teachers. Regular people like me, laymen, and that is what I am. I mean, lay that out again. I am a layman. I am not a preacher. I do not have a ministry. I don't really see this as a ministry, even though some other people have have said that. I get it. I understand. This is an exercise. This is... Uh, for lack of a better word, and I know this is kind of ironic that I'm saying this is not a ministry and I'm going to say this, but this is a labor of love. I love podcasting. Um, I, I love the Bible. I love the history surrounding different accounts in the Bible. I love history in general. And the Bible is not only a spiritual book, ultimate truth. It is also a great history book. But this is the thing. We need thinkers right now. I noticed that if you if you go to any time where there was turmoil in the world, because turmoil in the world and turmoil in, in the body, right, seem to almost go hand in hand. And that even carries true. If you go to the history of Israel, whenever there was turmoil in Israel, there was turmoil in the world and those things seem to go hand in hand. And I think the same thing happens now in the church age with the body of Christ in the world, whenever there's turmoil in the world, there appears to be turmoil in the church and that turmoil can actually bring about some good things. And that turmoil actually provides a great opportunity, right? This podcast, if you enjoy this, if this has blessed you, if this has helped you, if you've shared it, if it's generated conversation, if you studied your Bible more because of it, this podcast was born out of turmoil. And and, and I can honestly say I can see how God has moved and done different things and bringing this podcast to where it is today. Not saying that I'm anything. Definitely that's not what I'm saying. But we need Thinkers. So I think what it would behoove any of us to do, go read behind some of the former great thinkers. And I don't care if it's people you you disagree with. They might still be a great thinker, right? I'm not a Calvinist. I do not believe in the Calvinist doctrine. I know a lot of people who follow me and listen do. I don't got no qualms with you. I, I, I consider you a brother or sister in Christ. I just don't follow the Calvinist belief system. But I will tell you this. That does not that that does not take away from the fact that Calvin was a great thinker. Uh, Being a great thinker doesn't mean an always right thinker. Doesn't mean you're always correct. It just means that you have a mind geared toward moving and thinking and considering things and breaking those things down and going beyond the surface level. Right? Read something from Martin Luther. Read something from Uh, 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 something about Tyndale, read something from, you know, the, 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 what is, what is considered the early church fathers, right? Read something from like right now, I'm going to read an excerpt from this book. As a matter of fact, I'm reading mere, I don't know if you can see that. Let me try to get it on camera. I am reading mere Christianity from CS Lewis. I just got done with the screw tape letters. I bought that book months ago. And it was recommended to me, I want to say, a long time ago. I can't remember exactly when. I just never read it, right? I didn't know that C.S. Lewis was such a prolific thinker. Notice what I did not say. I did not say. I didn't know C.S. Lewis was right about everything. That's not what I said. Not everything he said was right. But he was a prolific thinker. A lot of these prolific thinkers came out of times of turmoil, If you think about this, and I've brought this up before, William Tyndale, if you are reading a Bible right now, especially that's translated into English, by far and large, you can thank God for the submission of one Mr. William Tyndale. His labor is one of the reasons, his labor of love and and his love for the Bible, love for the word of God, his desire to see people be able to read it in their native tongue is one of the reasons you have the scripture today in your native language. If, if you don't know anything about William Tyndall, definitely a person worth looking into. But read behind some of the greats, right? And it doesn't even necessarily just have to be believers, right? Unbelievers have some very good things to say as well. If you're this is this is kind of what I've learned. The truth is going to be true. I am not so afraid of what some unbeliever has to say that I'm I'm afraid I'm going to be swayed from the truth. I don't have that fear. And I think sometimes some people have that fear. But I said I'll just say read Aristotle, read Plato. As a matter of fact, one of the books that that helped me the, the the secular book, I'd say, that helped me the most as far as my line of thinking, questioning things, is Plato's The Republic. As a matter of fact, I might read through that again. I have it in my, my storage. I might go grab that book out and read it again. But read behind some of the greats. And the reason I say that and the reason I advocate that, especially for those who believe the gospel, is we are in a time where this time is going to call for some great thinkers. I do not think I'm among those great thinkers, but I definitely want to be not out of pride because it's going to take some great thinkers to answer some hard questions when we get into some hard times. And those great thinkers are going to yield great results for the kingdom, in my opinion. But I wanted to read an excerpt from... Uh, mere Christianity. This is actually from the, from the, uh, the, the preface, uh, where do I want to start? Okay. You must keep, uh, keep on praying for light. And of course, even in the hall, you must begin trying to obey the rules, which are common to the whole house. And above all, you must be asking which door is the true one, not which pleases you best by its paint and paneling in plain language the question should never be do i like that kind of service but are these doctrines true is holiness here does my conscience move me toward this is my reluctance to knock at this door due to my pride or my mere taste or my personal dislike of this particular door keeper truth above all truth above all I'll hear anybody out I- I'll-, I'll hear what anyone has to say I'm just concerned with truth right and the Bible is ultimate truth it is the authority and it's going to take some people really going in the Bible and really thinking about what the Bible says and attacking some tough subjects now you might think to yourself well why does that matter we just need to preach the gospel that's true we do we need to teach all nations we know what we know what the bible says here's the thing though when you start talking to people a lot of times it's going to be peripheral questions that lead that get you to that point of the gospel it's many times when i talk to people about various issues before i even get to the gospel it I'm not going to say it's always this way, right? Sometimes it's cut and dry. I have a conversation, meet somebody out and about. But we wind up talking about spiritual things and it goes to the gospel. I want to know, are they saved? Have you believed the gospel? If so, we move on, talk about other things. But a lot of times it's conversations, maybe about hard questions, maybe dealing with moral issues, maybe dealing with social issues. Here's the thing what kind of answers do we give people what kind of wisdom do we carry do we have enough wisdom to answer some questions to know when to answer a question to know when to say hey i don't have an answer and i'm telling you in my opinion the only way to really get to that point is to dig in the bible was the book of proverbs say the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom this is where it starts. Wisdom starts with God. It does not start with you. And I think the mistake that we have sometimes is we get into the scholastics, the um, we get into the humanistic intellectualism, I guess I I could call it right. There's nothing wrong with intellect. Intellect is a great thing, but there is a certain humanism in this day and age where we want to infuse intellect void of God. Well, in my opinion, that's not intellect at all because intellect comes from God, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And if we're going to be wise, if we're going to have anything um, good to say, if we're going to have any thoughts that hold any weight, if we're going to be any effect in the day that we live in, I'm telling you, I am 100% convinced we are going to need thinkers. And, And not just thinkers in a general sense. We're going to need thinkers that are in their Bible, in my opinion, thinking outside the box, considering what the Bible says, being able to address issues. And not only that, I said this in my other podcast, and I'll say this again. We have an enemy that has been at this for thousands of years. If you think you in and of yourself and in your own power are smarter than that enemy, you are very naive. The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Didn't say greater are you than he that is in the world. It says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world we're gonna need wisdom beyond our human comprehension and the only way we're gonna get this wisdom is the fear of god and really really reading the bible beyond surface level We can't just you know th- and this is what i realized this in my own life i'm telling you this was this was really life-changing in many ways about two and a half years ago i realized It can't just be preachers, teachers, evangelists. They can't be the only ones thinking deeply through the Bible. It can't just be them. It has to be all of us. It has to be the whole body. It can't just be one part of the body. It has to be every single member. We have to be in the Bible thinking. We have to be in the Bible considering. Because, man, we need those thinkers right now and I think in the coming days we're gonna need them more and more and I'm encouraged by that because I see God doing a lot of things and moving in a lot of people's life. I've I, I brought up Joe Rogan several times. He seems to be a topic of conversation amongst many podcasts, right? Like this dude is really influential. I'm listening to his current podcast. If you don't listen to him, if you don't like him, I understand. What I like about him is he interviews experts in different fields. I want to understand the things going on around me, right? And I'm not an expert in everything. I'm not an expert in many things at all. So I like listening to experts. I understand that there is wisdom in listening to somebody who knows way more about a topic than you. Anyway, he had this expert on on climate and somehow, somehow the conversation goes back to the Bible and and this, uh, this guy is explaining something to Joe Rogan about William Tyndale. Why did I say that? This is why I said that. The dude that I've heard criticize christianity the most criticize the belief in god the most is joe rogan and he has the biggest platform and it seems as though god more and more is getting at joe rogan with more truth and more truth and maybe maybe i'm over contextualizing this but i'm just I listen to his podcast. Like I said, he has a lot of interesting guests and I'm hearing this more and more, more and more people bringing stuff about the Bible and Christianity and different facts to him. And that's got me thinking, God, you're doing something really, re- not that God is not always working. Don't get me wrong. But in my mind, I'm like, God, there is something unique going on right now. And I don't know what it is, but all I know is God is working and I want to be Walking in the spirit of God and I want to be right in the middle of that. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty people.